Hello, 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 and welcome everybody back to the Is This Real Life podcast. I am your host for today's show, Rami, or better known as my internet identity, Rami View, my co-host for today's show. Shadi Aftermath, what's up everybody? What's up peeps? Thank you for tuning in again. Uh, Before we start anything, I just want to give a shout out to the people who have been tuning into the show, who have been listening uh, consistently. Um, I've been going over the numbers. I've been seeing the numbers and it's, 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 you know, it's good to see that it's moving in the right direction. Uh, and now we're gaining, you know, slow viewership, but we're gaining constant viewership and we have a constant amount of people our consistent amount of people who are listening to the show. Now that's dope. Um, as I've always said, I'm going to extend the olive branch. If anyone ever has like a topic they want talked about on the show, if they have anything they feel they can bring to the table and they want to be featured on the show, go ahead and DM us on, um, Insta or any of the social medias. Our names are what you just heard right now. Um, and we'll get back to you and see what's good or what's Gucci. Okay. Just wanted to shoot that out there beforehand. Yeah, much love for that. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so we're going to start today's show like we've started um, a couple of the other shows recently since COVID struck. It's basically just a COVID update. You know, I was thinking about this. Sh- like, it's going to be cool, like, when this shit's said and done, that we're going to go back and be able to, like, listen to um, those episodes. And in a way, it's going to be almost, like, documented, like, how we felt. Because I feel like if we listen to all of those episodes, like, separately – like you'll you'll probably be able to get the mood we were in per episode, or like how fed up we were with COVID per episode. It's history, man. It's history. Mm-hmm. We're seeing history happen. You know, this is not gonna happen ever again. And like you said, this is gonna be like one of the first, like, you know, people gonna listen back on this in the future and be like, damn, so this is what they were going through. You know, because we might even forget <laughs> at a point and we'll play those back and be like, damn, bro. Oh I yeah, survive that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like, dang, like it's gonna be interesting to see how, uh, um, like to go back when everything is said and done and be like, oh, like damn, like we were talking about that or we were doing that or we were doing this. But you know, um, COVID's the same. Ain't shit open. Um, <laughs> it's all yeah, closed. Everything's out. still closed. If we're all who don't know this, we're in California, and um, yeah, ain't shit open still. There ain't shit to do. Um, we're just kind of surviving at this point. Just you know, I think. Uh, I think it's fair to say, and I think we've said this on every show, but I think this this show in particular, um, I think it's very fair to say that a lot of people are reaching their wits end with this lockdown. I know I am, man. I need a barber. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, like not only like a barber, like I think like and look, I'm not saying like I don't I don't mean any disrespect to like the people out there working hard day and night, like trying to come up with a with a cure or with a vaccine or anything. It's no disrespect towards them. I'm saying just in general, like for what we're going through, I'm just kind of over it. Like I'm kind of ready for life to go back and not even life to go back to normal. Like I, I think I'm just ready for like life to open again. I don't really give a shit if it's back to normal. I'll deal with the hey, we're at capacity. You got to wait. Cool. I'll deal with the hey, you got to wear a mask. I'll deal with all that as long as stuff starts to like open up again and we can start to like go out again. I'm cool with that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel too. You know what I mean? I'll be totally fine with that. But I, like now in this position we're in, it's just like I get in my car, man. I leave my house and like I'm thinking like, oh, what am I do right now? And it really ain't shit to do. It's like, oh, do you, do you need to go Target? Uh, probably not, because you know your ass been there six times this week. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I, mean? I was like, yeah, let's go out. Let's go do something. You're like, I'm down, but what? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, there are bars and there are outdoor restaurants and there are a lot of places where, like, you can go out and you can do those things. But it's the same thing. It's eating. It's just eating. Like, you're going out to eat. Yeah, wow, you can go and get drunk at a restaurant and have a whole bunch of beers. And and that's all fun and games, and that's cool. I need some WD-40 for this thing. That's all fun and games, and that's cool. <laughs> um but at a certain point, you know, you're just kind of like, mm, okay, like I'm tired of going to restaurants now because even eating out and, and drinking out don't feel the same because it, it's like not the same, like like the Rona's in the air. Rona's in the air and then it's like you go to, it's like you honestly, I don't think um, I even feel like Rona's in the air until I go like to a grocery store mm-hmm. and I see everybody wearing a mask and all that stuff and walking next to people feels weird and all that, you know? So like, I don't know. Like, I'm going to go out. I can say like, sometimes I feel like that shit's fake until like, not fake. Okay. Not fake, <laughs> but like over-exaggerated, like crazy. Sometimes when I see that, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's, it's hit or miss for me because like, if it isn't over exaggeration, right. 
Uh huh. But they're over exaggerating it in protection of from making the virus spread. I don't blame them for doing that either. It's just like any parent telling their kid like, hey, don't go to that side of town. You know when you're younger and your parents are like, hey, don't go to that side of town. People get robbed there. And then when you get a little bit older, you go to that side of town and you realize that it's not really bad. It's just a different type. It's just a different side of town that like our parents just might not be aware of what's over there because they're never there. So in their eyes, they're just, just to save their kid, they're going to say it's bad. You feel me? Uh-huh. So I feel like that's kind of like if they are exaggerating, I can't really blame them for that because I get it. Like nobody wants to catch that shit. Like I think I, I actually know, which is crazy. I never thought I would get to say it. Like I, I actually know people who have had the Rona now, like multiple people who have had it and gone through it. And I've talked to all of them and they've all said the same thing. And they literally said they said that it starts off like you lose the sense of smell, you lose the taste, you lose all those things. And then there's like two or three days where they say that they were like in the worst feeling they've ever had in their life like literally it's like two or three of the worst feeling and then there's like four days after that where like they still don't have their sense of smell they still don't have their sense of taste they're still coughing but it's not bad anymore right uh-huh now i had a friend that go- went through it and he's by himself he live on his own and he told me he's like you know what killed me bro is the fact that i'm on my own like i if i couldn't do anything like i literally like i can't leave my house to get myself food when people come deliver shit to my house, it has to be like the uh, the touchless one. But at the same time, like if I live in an apartment complex and they can't get to my build, like they don't know how to get to my building. They're like, hey, can you come downstairs and get the food? I can't go down there. Very true. He's like, so when you live alone, he's like, that shit fucking sucks. He's like, and you got no connection with people. Like, yeah, you could talk to people on the phone. You could do all that stuff. But it's like, he's like, it's crazy, man. It was terrible. He's like, and I hope no one catches that shit again. Like, so I know that it, it, I get it. If they're exaggerating it because of that, like after hearing people's like testimonies, like I 100% respect that. I just think that the, from what, from, a, from what, like I, I heard a piece of news where it stated that the hospital, the reason why that the governor keeps shutting us down is I guess that the hospital sizes are too full. I guess as of right now, we're at the lowest hospital capacity since the beginning of April. So a lot of people are speculating that come September that uh, they should start to open things back up. I'm, we're talking strictly California, guys. If you don't live in Cali, I don't I don't fucking know what's going on. <laughs> with yeah, your and, I think, and I think we talked about it uh, yesterday, too. Um, like uh, certain counties within the state, too, are like yes. opening up, like going to be doing like school. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's Orange County we're talking about. Yeah. Like they're gonna they're gonna try to get people back in the classrooms and yeah. stuff. Just like the, uh, they were the first people to open up, uh, or second people. I think they were the second county to open up uh, fully with the first lockdown being over. Uh, the first one being Ventura County that opened up first class. I remember when they opened up, I saw people, I saw homies driving like crazy, going down there to eat in a restaurant because that remember that first lockdown it was like in, it was like intense. Yeah, the first one felt. Like the real deal this one's kind of like we're in some kind of like weird limbo because things were opened up for like a week or two and then it just went back to being shut down and then the we first just... time things were shut down it was a lot like harder and difficult to like get food and get groceries and stuff mm-hmm. whereas i guess now like people have adapted and you know put more like rules into effect so that they well, can you know kind of stay open it was like the first time was shut down and it felt like we were in a shutdown and this one feels like there's just nothing open but yet there are a lot of places that are still open and like you it's very confusing it's almost like you know you go to some areas and like a store will be open but then you go to some other areas and that same exact store will not be open so it's like a very confusing time when it comes to that i think yeah, I think I'm just ready to have access back to everything again. Like yeah, it's just getting too much. I'll wear, like right the, now. I'll, I'll wear the mask. I'll, I'll, honestly, like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make a statement on the show. If I see you on the street and you're wearing a mask, like I'm, I'm 98 at this point, 98 gonna punch you in the fucking face. <laughs> like that's how sick. That's how I'm. I don't give. A, it's not a. I'm. I don't, fuck your political statement. Fuck your beliefs. I don't give a shit anymore. Everybody wants life to go back to normal. And if the government is saying just to put a fucking mask on so that can happen, just do it. Because who are you? You know what I hate the most, bro? The people that complain about the mask are the most irrelevant people in the fucking planet. Like, literally. literally, Zero relevance. They have no power. They have no influence. The people that, yeah. No power. No influence whatsoever. They've amounted to nothing. They're just just existing. They're not living. And yet, they want to have the biggest opinion. That shit annoys the fuck out of me. Like, if you're like a if you're like a politician or if you're like an influencer if you're if you're a, a, a athlete someone who has 
brought themselves to a position where they have people admiring them, where they've been able to articulate themselves. So they have fans, not only of like what they do, but also of like their belief. I believe those people can say how they feel and expect people to have a reaction to it because they've earned that right. But when you're a fucking Joe Schmo off the street, motherfucker, shut up, put a mask on. You know, and especially people that do it under the guise of patriotism. Mm -hmm. Like, they're a patriot, like, because it's it's your right to do whatever you want, that you don't have to do anything to go. Like, I get it. You know, I get it. But it's, I think, like, it's, you said, you know, fuck your political statement and all that shit. Like, I, we probably agree with you. But it's, like, for the greater good here to kind of speed up the process a little bit, just wear that shit. Like, yeah. You don't need to go start fights with employees and all that stuff like that, you know? What is if the they difference say what... if someone says you can't enter with no mask or it says no shirt, no shoes, no service? What is the difference? Yeah, now it's just, now it's just about being difficult and being petty and being yeah. technical, you know? It's, it's zero difference at all. I think it's just people... I, I, you know, I've always had this belief. Like, I don't know, like, if you could think back in the past for jobs that you had... Um, you know how certain managers would like harp on certain things. Like, have you ever worked at somewhere where like they were like crazy about dress code? Mm, I'm trying to think. Like I, I, maybe at the hospital, yeah. Yeah, like, you know they're just crazy about dress code. Like you can't wear this, you can't wear this. Like these are the only shoes acceptable. Blah blah. Like I used to work for a company like that, and some managers never cared. They were like, hey, as long as you look good, like I'm totally fine with you wearing or, or, or mixing together. Because we had a uniform, but we were able to buy like certain pieces, right? Mm -hmm. So I one one some managers didn't give a fuck. They're like, hey, as long as you look good and you're in the clothing, boom, thumbs up, you're solid. And I would have a manager that was very particular. Like he was very like, oh, you can't wear this and you can only wear this and you can't wear this and you can only wear this. I remember one time I was like, I was talking to the manager below him basically, right? And I was uh -huh. like, I feel like I feel like he got made fun of in high school with how he dressed. And then he started laughing. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't mean that with any disrespect. I don't I don't mean that with any disrespect at all. I'm just saying that because, like, with how much he focuses on dress code, it, there has to be some type of, like, like, scar that he suffered in life with clothing because, like, he's more obsessed with how people are looking than how they're performing. And I think it's, it's another thing, too, is probably, like, he don't get respected in his home. Maybe, yeah. You know? Could be like a forty-year-old dude living with his parents, upset mm -hmm. that he's not getting respect. He's not like you know his mom mm -hmm. bitching at him all day. So now he gets to come to work, and he's the manager. So people, you know, he gets off on that, having that badge, and bro. That's exactly literally you 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 finish the circle. That's exactly where I was gonna get to. I was literally gonna say that. Like I think the people that are like that are the ones that have no power in any aspect of their life. So when they find one thing right or wrong that they can inflict power upon where they can feel they control, they stick to it like glue. And 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 another thing is I think it's very similar to the people that like 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 beat on girls. Yeah. Like they'll never fight a guy. Mhm. Mm but he they'll be the first ones to swing on a female. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like yeah, like petty ass dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I kind of feel like. Anybody who don't get respect, but then finally gets a badge of some sort or something that gives them authority, mm -hmm. they're gonna and now run that, with that shit. I think that's like what happens with the cops, like these days. Same thing. Like um, they're saying, it's so fucking easy to become a cop. All these people have like failed careers and shit, become a cop out of nothing else, you know, going for them, um, unrespected at the house, get a badge, get this power, get a gun, and then it's like. It's a now, ego trip. yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like now you just fuck somebody up for stepping on your shoes. Yeah, just because you got the power to, you know, when you got the gun, you got the stick to whoop everybody's ass, and no one could even lift a finger on you, dude. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, very it's gonna change your mentality. Yeah, very true. And we're not saying all cops, by the way. Like, you know, yeah, not all. For cops, anyone that's all. gonna try to like talk shit, it's not. Or, but to anyone that tries to say that's not a fact, what shot just said, you're fucking crazy. Because just look at today's society and what the fuck is happening with the police around the country. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I'm, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, this, if you don't believe me, or you want to see a stronger example, just watch the movie The Experiment. That's I, all I'm gonna say. It's a little bit that. older movie, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. But, man, it's so relevant to what's going on today. Yeah, I gotta watch that. I haven't even watched that. Oh, bro, so fucking good. <laughs> I gotta watch that, yeah. But anyway, yeah, see, that all that harps around to the no mask thing. Like, like it really does. Like, 
the ego, the no power, the getting you're right, getting made fun of all that stuff kind of harps around. So I guess the 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 moral of this story is wear your mask and you know people just be nice to people, man. Like it's not worth being mean. Like it really isn't, man. It really is not worth being mean. Yeah, I mean it's it's easier to be mean, but it's not gonna get you anywhere out of it. You know, yeah. you're gonna just end up burning the bridges that yeah. you need for and later. And you'll never know who you'll need one day. That's all I'll say too. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what it is. You might look at someone and be like, man, this guy's never going to amount to anything. You never know what will happen. And you burn that bridge once. If you ever need to cross that bridge again, that's done. They're never going to forgive you for that. You're going to be out of it. So just be very careful who you screw over in life. Yeah, you just stick with the golden rule. Very cliche, but... Mm -hmm. I mean, like, look at COVID. Look at COVID. Hey, a lot of people are friends with people just because they're in the same friend group, right? Like, they might not even like each other, but just because they got friends in the same friend group, they tolerate. I bet you that friend hasn't hit you up during COVID. Why? Because that motherfucker don't like you. And he don't want to talk to you unless he's in that friend group. So, you you know, COVID's really been showing true colors, too. You've been able to kind of see people for who they really are um, and, like, how strong-minded some people are, too. And and just the overall closeness, like you know, and just shows you like what you need to get through the day. Because you know, I have some buddies that I kick it with every day, but now you know I can't, I can't see them anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, just because yeah, sure. quarantine and and life's hitting right now. Yeah, and you <laughs> don't know if they're being like fully uh, like safe with quarantine. If they're like not, you know. So yeah, I get that hundred percent. Yeah. COVID, this... COVID, COVID. But yeah, that's what's been going on with uh, COVID. So far, still fed up, still fed up, still fed up, still fed up. Um, next thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, actually, I want, I want. We're, so we're gonna talk about a little bit of gaming in this episode. We haven't really talked about gaming in a couple episodes. Um, this isn't like a gaming podcast or anything. It's not like we kind of just talk about anything. To he- hence the name is this real life? Like whatever you know, we question real life. I guess we talk about, but we do squeeze <laughs> in gaming because we are gamers as well. Um, oh yeah. So we've had a couple. Um, big gaming news but what i wanted to start off with was uh i i was listening to some older episodes and i listened to an episode where like you and i had had talked about like streaming on twitch Uh and like how when we during that episode we had a very direct outlet and a very direct like format of what we were going to do going forward with twitch and i realized we didn't implement it at all We 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 were more consistent. I could say that though. But like we didn't do what we said we were gonna do because we said I I just I I, I harped at this because I was looking at it and I was like damn I heard a I'll get back I heard an interesting statistic on Twitch that's why but like I remember during the episode we said like we were gonna stream more often like we were gonna try to get three to four days a week minimum one thing we said though that we didn't do was that like we said that we were gonna rotate games out like every every one to two weeks. Uh, and we didn't. We simply kind of just played this the big AAA games that we already know is not gonna like. We're never gonna blow up on those games. Like it's never gonna happen unless we somehow like win a tournament or you know something. We get co-signed by a player because we get in a random fucking game with them and they see how good we are or some shit like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I got noticed, and this is how you know how like a lot of the Twitch streamers will give advice of like um, like start on the small game and build your audience through a small game. Uh-huh. I know why now. I get why they say that. So I, I was watching the Courage and Nate Shot show. Shout out to them. Uh, they have like a full gaming podcast. Obviously, they've developed a huge following and a dope group of friends. So they got like really interesting guests that come on their show. And I think it was during Cypher's episode where they made a uh, – Courage had thrown out a statistic. And he said that the top – like if you average five viewers on Twitch, five viewers – you're mm-hmm. in the top five to ten percent of all Twitch streamers. Mm. That's amazing, bro. <laughs> do, do you know what that means? Do you know that that means that Twitch's user base, in regards to streaming, is huge? Because if oh, if, yeah, if you top. if you need if your top five to ten percent, think about that. Your top five to ten percent of all streamers with only five viewers. That means that the number of people that are streaming is crazy high. I I I that I think we mentioned that too in some earlier podcasts. How like Twitch just got so many streamers. Yeah, if I got more streamers than viewers. 
Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. And th- and that's when I realized like I understand when when I heard that statistic, that's when I really realized like I get why um a lot of like the ma- I get why like the major streamers get annoyed by answering those questions because like you ask a streamer now, you go on someone's Twitch and you ask them like, "Hey, tips and tricks." Like they'll get pissed. They'll be like, "Man, for real, like, you know, like do exclamation point you know, they made like a shortcut for you because like they basically repeat the same exact thing like over and over and over and over again because of that. Uh-huh. Um, but I just thought that was an interesting statistic to know. And I was thinking I was thinking about like our, our Twitch. And I think sometimes it's hard for us to I think when you want to be a Twitch streamer, right? Uh-huh. I think, yes, you can have fun with the boys and yes, you can have fun with your friends. But I definitely think when you're like streaming, I think that the mentality that like successful Twitch streamers have is that it's stream first, game second. I have to, I have to agree with you on that. Yeah, one. I, I've been noticing that. I've been seeing that more and more. That like, that they'll stream game, the stream first, game second. So it's like, what can I do that's gonna help me with the stream, and then I'm gonna play whatever game helps me. Versus I'm gonna play whatever game I like, and hopefully the stream picks up on that. I've been noticing that format doesn't work. I just, just from, cause we have, I mean, look, shout out to, to cereal. Cereal has been streaming. Cause I would say the most consistent out of all of us for, for how long, for a very long time now. And yeah, I would say a couple years, a couple years now. And I would say that, um, obviously he still struggles with viewership because he's talked about it before. Like he's not where he would want to be with viewership at all. For sure. Yeah. Um, you know, he's not getting the consistent viewership that he wants or anything like that. But I would say it's, it's in probably in mark of that for a majority of those years that he was streaming, he was streaming Fortnite, which was a major game. Uh-huh. You know, and I I've just come to notice. I was like, yeah, you know, when you do something for like if you really think about it, if you're doing something for that long and you don't see movement, or even for us, for how long me and you have been streaming too, like we don't see any movement, but yet we keep trying to do the same thing, but we're expecting different results. And I realize that's I think that's our biggest problem with streaming. I don't think it's the fact that we don't stream enough. I don't think I think it's the fact that like we put gaming first, which we you know, I don't blame us either because we want to have fun. Agreed. But I think that, like, because streaming is a form of content creation, because it's a form of a grind, you got to look at it from a perspective of, like, a job almost, where it's like you got to put that ahead of everything else that comes down. Yeah, and you actually got to, I think, yeah, I think right now we're seeing that it just really comes down to what we play, not just what we want to play and what are the homies playing so that we can play with them. Yeah, I mean, because you're going to have, like, the the major games like the Call of Duties and all that, and the, the all those games where, like, you have the top Twitch streamers performing. So, like, unless you place in, like, a tournament or some shit like that, it's probably not going to happen. Or unless you have, like, a really good KD online, so you have, like, pros looking at you to to match up or you get invited to a tournament, it's probably not going to happen. You got to be super good at the game if that's going to happen for you, like, that way. But then again, like, I'll look at, like, streamers. Um, bro, I saw a streamer today. He was streaming. I don't know if you heard of that new MMO that came out. It's called, like, um... Oh my God! What's it called? Uh, hold on, I think I have it here. It's called New World. No. So it's a new MMO that just came out, bro. I've never heard of the streamer in my entire life, and I'm being dead ass. I've never seen him in a in a video. I've never seen him in a clip or anything, and he was streaming to seventy thousand viewers. Wow! And that made me realize that the world of Twitch that we know is so small compared to what's really out there on Twitch. Yeah, we're just kind of following the mainstream guys. Yeah, and and I realized that too. I was like, I was like, I'm not. I was like, it's not even our fault. I think I, I was like, I think that like if we really gotta like just for you know streaming and and content creation alone, especially in the in the gaming division, I definitely think that like we gotta take a hard look at at that and start making that like sacrifice where like like we have to like when we do game like unfortunately we just gotta try some shit. It could be, bro. You know, what I think what I'm gonna start doing like I think what we used to do just go on like the Twitch, the browse page and just start looking at games on there. Yeah, you just got to see, like, what got a decent amount. Like, which one got the most even spread of viewers? Well, yeah, that or even a small a small viewer base. Like, like they were saying, like, I remember how they are saying it's a lot easier to spread 1,000 viewers than it is to spread 5,000. Just, like, it's a lot easier to spread, you know, 500 viewers than it is to spread 1,000 viewers. Because, like, yeah. if you're streaming with five, if only 500 people are watching the game and you're playing that game and you're consistently playing it, like those people are gonna get to know you because it's only you and five other people. Yeah, that that's that's why I'm saying like, cause it depends on the game and how long it has been out and, and what is going on. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like some people will just have all the views, but like if you see like 
you know, like each one got like 10 to 20 or whatever it is, you know, that might be something to it's consider like, like looking I, into. Yeah, I mean, and I'll say this. Uh, the one reason why I really believe that works is because it worked for us when we tried it. It did. It did. It, it, when we streamed PSO before the North American launch, before it got popular right now, when it was just in Japan and nobody was really playing it over here, like the, 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 what is it? The Twitch had like 150 viewers, maybe 200 viewers. And we had like, and we had the, t- of them yeah, each. yeah, we had 15 to 20. At one point, we had like 27. Bro, that was so nice. You know, because and it's it's because of people click on that game and they're like, oh, there's only like five or six people who, who oh, this guy, oh, this guy looks interesting. Let me click on him. I, and, I, can I, and can I say this too? Like when we were playing it too, bro. Like we were genuinely having a good time too, mm-hmm. especially for that game. Like how sweaty that game was in particular with like. With fools with like end game gear and everything like mm-hmm. that, and like me and you were just playing it for the first time, exploring this, exploring that. Like a lot of people like joined because it's like they felt like you know this is the first time like these guys are genuinely playing this MMO for the first time and yeah. having a good time with it, you know. And 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 we tapped into it at a great time when it was like a few days before the North American release. So a lot of people so were like watching. Yeah. People, yeah, like everyone was itching for it, and they're mm-hmm. trying to get their fix for it. Bro, this is how crazy Twitch is. Metal Gear Solid 3, okay? Snake Eater has 2,300 viewers right now. Hmm. Like, just to show, like, how far the spread goes. And, like, when they say start on, like, a small game, I get it. Like, I I completely understand why they say that now. Because, like, it is true. Building an audience off that game is going to be a lot easier than building an audience. Like, you can build an audience off of fucking, here's, I don't even know what this is called. It's called, uh, what is this? I don't even know half of these fucking games. World World of Tanks. I think that's what T was playing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Has 1,200 oh viewers. God. Has 200. I'm pretty sure you, it's going to be a lot easier to build a decent-sized audience from World of Tanks than it would be from Warzone. For sure. Yeah. I, I just, just a food for thought. I just I watched that previous episode, and I saw that, and I was kind of like, I was like, you know, if we announced it on podcast, if let's say somebody that is listening is wondering, I was like, we got to, like, we got to, like, uh, address it on podcast as well so they kind of understand where we're coming from, you know? Yeah, I think I think you're right about that. We didn't rotate games and we didn't do smaller games, but you know, baby steps. At least we're being more consistent with it. You know, we're on there more. Mm-hmm. Um, to be fair, we tried we've tried a couple different games, but like they're still like the mainstream mm-hmm. ones. So I don't know if I that mean, counts like, or not. I don't. Yeah, I mean, like I don't. Even, I honestly don't think we've played anything like low key because every game we've played low key, we've had good. I feel like it was been like PSO was successful and then Temtem was successful. Remember? Yeah, uh-huh. And and Dauntless was successful. Like every game where we actually took a shot on a small community and and were consistently gaming there. I got to say man, like we we got the viewership. Like our viewership count actually went up. So like I, that was the reason why I think now I started thinking about it. I was like, damn, like low key we got to find some smaller game again and get on that or like pick a game like it's coming out and like hop on the early access code, you know, when, like it's first coming out. Yeah, man, we do. We do. We need to look into it. Or we just need to get back into some of them, too. We need to see how Temtem's going to do. Yeah, see how Temtem you know, is right now. Like I, know, I know they're evolving their game like fucking crazy, bro. Yeah, so and there's I, I wouldn't consider them like mainstream either, so. No, yeah. yeah. So yeah. they're still like relatively small game. Yeah. Small. It had like a nice little hype to it, so like a lot of people know what it is, but it probably doesn't. It probably has like better viewership during the day and things like that. Mm-hmm. But hey, on Twitch, as I said, like you don't, hundred people, a hundred, a hundred consistent viewers on Twitch is actually a lot bigger than people think. Oh, a hundred is, is a godsend. Uh, yeah, hundred, hundred. Uh, you know, there are streamers out there right now that have been streaming for years who stream full time. Literally, they stream full time who average one hundred and forty viewers a night, one hundred forty viewers a day. Very different. Very, very. Twitch is a very different platform. I've noticed. Yeah, and then another thing is, like. How do those viewers sub? Like, yeah, like do do they sub? You know, do mm-hmm. they do they convert over to like, I guess you could say monetary value or like um, interaction. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I think if you're getting like an average, an average of a hundred viewers, a you're gonna be partnered, which means that every time somebody logs into your stream and an ad runs, you're gonna get ad revenue from that. So you're yeah, gonna make that's... you're gonna make money off your ads. Uh, as I said, a hundred people on Twitch 
so that's just consistent viewership. There's also like um like how many people I forgot the term for I just had it in my head, but it's like how many people you've touched. So how many people have even entered you're at a hundred consistent for six hours, but if you actually look at the people that have came in and like came in and left your stream, it's probably gonna be around almost a thousand people that were in and out of your stream consistently, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like those numbers matter too. If you're if you're speaking to a brand person, you're like, hey, like you know, you uh, you're selling fuck, I don't know, uh, C energy drink, right? And you want to publicize it, like, well, I'm averaging a hundred consistent, and then I'm reaching you know fifteen hundred people a day. Like those, that's the amount of people that are coming in and out of my stream every day is fifteen hundred. Like you can place on, you know, we you could buy ad space on my channel for this much a month. Like and then like if it converts this many amount of people, so like you could work. Twitch is way different. You don't. You might not need a big number to be successful on Twitch, but the like I feel like every every consistent viewer on Twitch is almost counts to like 500 subs on YouTube. <laughs> very true, very true. I really feel like I honestly feel like every consistent viewer on Twitch is almost like it almost counts to like 500 subs on YouTube. Like that's how hard it is to gain them. I'll, I'll agree. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard to get a following, and it's hard to become a Twitch partner for sure. Oh like, yeah, it's gonna. Like if you have seventy five people watching you consistently, like that's one of the requirements, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think it's safe to say like you're doing something right. Oh yeah, bro! You got seventy five people watching you. That means that you've. I think too, like, uh, from watching Twitch streamers, it's not always about like the question and then the answer, or like, or the question and then the answer. And I feel like you know us as I mean, you could say we're amateur streamers. Like I feel like we're very question answer when it comes to our viewership, rather than having a general conversation with them instead of it being like always like a question. Like it's more of like because I watch like other streamers and like they never really have like a full on like answer question say yes answer question say no. It's it's like a general conversation they loop them into. Yeah, because like you said, they probably get tired of saying it. And then it's like at the same time, it's like some of them feel like they didn't have that option to mm-hmm. ask somebody that. And then like all of a sudden now the whole world is streaming and everyone wants to be the top guy. Mm-hmm. Wh- and it's like, nah, it's not gonna, it's not going to work like that, yeah, bro. No. One thing, though, one thing, 100%, like I, I feel like we need to like this needs to be like a very strict rule we cannot play with viewers anymore <laughs> because like it's, I, 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 it's too much. I mean, you saw, I, I let, bro, I've never brought a viewer in like ever. I have always deflected. The only time I think I ever brought one on was with me and you. And that dude hopped in my chat for PSO and we were like completely lost on something. Oh, he was just showing us the ropes. Yeah, yeah and we actually is. got on, like, a Discord call with this guy. So it wasn't even like he was just, like, playing with us because he didn't have people to play with. He had his own homies. He literally just was like, yo, I need to help these guys out. They don't know what they're doing. But, like, I yeah. like, I don't, I, I fucking hate that, and I, I hate that so much. It's happened to us before. Every time it's happened, people can go back and look at the VODs. I don't fucking talk those games. I just stay quiet because I literally hate that so much. Like, with a passion. Oh, yeah, I bro. That. I, I learned my lesson once, man, and I think, like, I'm done with that. But I think... But that guy that helped us on PSO, that fool was a real dude, and that came yeah. down to us like being authentic, and it was different for that game. Like you know, it's it doesn't hurt to have a helping hand, especially in the yeah. beginning, right? But like yeah, for like multiplayer stuff, like I think we we're streaming Fall Guys the other day. Oh, Fall Guys! Some guy, that's a great game. Some guy, sure. yeah, fun. good game. And that guy wanted to join. Mm-hmm. And we just had to cut him off, you know. I mean, you, I I was polite, bro. I said, "Hey, man, you know what? Like, we're still feeling out the game. Maybe next time, you know, if if we feel like it, we'll let you know." And that's it. And that's it. It's it's just you gotta pull it off like that. Like, hey, like it is what it is at that point. Or like my favorite one to see if they're real ones is I'll say like, "Look, if you tune in a couple times and I see you checking, all wrong with you." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Or or I tell them like, you know, like me and my homie are running like you know some duos right now, but you're more than welcome to enjoy the show. Yeah, that's how it should be. Yeah, because they, they, you know, that's how it is. But when they come in my chat, hey, let me play, or I want to play. Yeah, like, like what, what's what's the incentive for me to like let you know? Like, I, like I'm trying to build a community here. I'm trying to build a following or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can't even just like tune in every day. You yeah. know, you can't even do so. Oh, dude, that and you know what else is on some like cringe shit, and we've all done this, and I know it's cringy because I'll go back and I'll watch it. Is when like we'll talk to chat, 
when they don't when they're not there when they're not no 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 that's fine i feel like that's that's just how people stream you know what i mean like that's just how it is like getting hyped raging all that shit like that's that's all cool i don't i i definitely think like we probably we probably could we'll probably benefit by not saying certain things like you see that chat or like clip that i'm pretty sure we'll benefit from that because it is kind of like if you go back and watch it, it's like who are you saying that to just in case yeah <laughs> i mean but still you know it's like who are you saying that to you know because if someone's there they're gonna do it anyway if they if they if they like what they see so i, I probably that kind of stuff long term when people start joining in it will probably help us because they won't be as cringy when they tune in like wait who's this guy fucking talking to i haven't said anything how does he even know i'm here you know like mm, yeah that yeah. and it's just like when um when someone enters the room and automatically we would uh, like hey destroyer 57,000, how you doing? Like, that stuff, too, I realize is cringy. Like, when I go back and watch that, I realize, like, ooh, like, that feels weird. Like, he just came into the chat, and we instantly just say, hey. Like, he doesn't, like, a lot of people that view Twitch don't know you can see the names of people that are just watching. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I realize that. Those are things I've noticed that, like, I, I like that we could work on, I think, as, like, a unit, like, a, as, like, a stream team, you know? That, like, it would probably help us out. Yeah, definitely, man, definitely. And just getting on and... Gang you know just being there being there we got to do it more man for sure oh yeah yeah you know and we all you know that was like a little like you know section anyone out there that has some tips for streaming or content creation let us know we're always in the mood and for knowledge to learn but also we had a, a big thing happen in gaming today as well um call of duty announced the new call of duty black ops they did like an in-game event um pretty lit it was pretty lit pretty good for an in-game event um it was really exciting uh, the way they introduced the trailer and everything, it was pretty dope. I was pretty happy with it. And I'm, I'm interested to see how they're going to connect this Call of Duty to Warzone. I'm very interested. I heard that there is going to be two separate, isn't it? No, they say it's going to be connected to Warzone. Uh, I heard the uh, opposite. No, no, they announced it today. It's on the, It's literally on the, the Call of Duty webpage. If you go on, on your browser, it says that they're, the Black Ops is going to have its own campaign, its own multiplayer, and it's going to be connected to Warzone. So what I'm curious about, though, is like in what way is it going to be connected? Because if, if the arsenal that they're using now is from Modern Warfare, if you buy Black Ops, are you going to be able to use guns from Black Ops? So that means that like people who don't have... Uh, Black Ops, are they going to be able to unlock those guns as well, too? I don't know how that's yeah, going to work. I don't we've, know. Always, I, we've always wondered about that, actually. Yeah, I'm really interested to see. I'm very, very interested to see how that's going to play out. Um, like It's going to be interesting, especially because Black Ops guns are like way different than uh, like Modern Warfare guns. Or well, I feel like they're just going to combine them together. Like yeah, maybe just know, combine yeah. the maps. Well, like the map is... Like the next next fucking season will just be black ops maps yeah i don't know i mean, still be warzone though yeah we'll see i have no idea i'm, I'm very interested to see how that's gonna play out cause... because isn't <laughs> just like basically like the story is just gonna be different right like the one player mode the campaign mode will just be different well it's a whole new game uh-huh so it's gonna so have like they... its own multiplayer and everything uh, yeah, so the multiplayer and the campaign will be different, but the battle royale part probably. Be the oh same. yeah, yeah. Change up the map a little bit. Well, no, and... I know Warzone's gonna be the same, but I mean, like in regards to like right now, like you can use perks, certain per like because remember, like War, uh, Modern Warfare and Black Ops are two different companies. They're just under the War, the Call of Duty umbrella. Very true. So they're not even the same developers. So what I mean is, like in a sense of, uh, like, are they gonna have? Right now, you're using Modern Warfare guns, but it's because a lot of... I own Modern Warfare. I don't know the Warzone experience without owning Modern Warfare. Very true. So, it's like, that's what I'm curious about. Like, how is it going to be if you don't... And I mean, I'm going to get Black Ops just because I actually really enjoy playing the, the multiplayer. Like, I love just turning on my music and just fucking just rampaging. That's just fun to me. So, I'm going to buy uh -huh. Black Ops too. But, like, I just wonder, like, am I going to be able to use all my guns from Black Ops as well? Or is it going to be where, like... They're not going to do I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm very intrigued. They're going to kind of do like the PSO new Genesis thing mm -hmm. where you just swap back and forth. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you could choose like you want to run Black Ops or you want to do Modern Warfare. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And you could just like queue up either either one kind of. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, that, that was going to be a cool one. I yeah. was going to see. We're going to see how that one does. Yeah, it's gonna be. I mean, we find, I think September six is when they announced the multiplayer and, and like Warzone stuff, and then it comes out uh, November thirteenth. So, 
Right around the corner. Yeah, right around the corner. Should be good. And then what else happened today? Fortnite is having their update today. Snooze fest. Nobody gives a fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck that game. Fuck that. That game is so ass, man. I can't believe it. I've never seen a developer fall so far. Yeah, I don't even, like, I kind of just want to see, like, what they're going to do just out of curiosity, but. Bro, I, you know what I realized? Like, I feel like Fortnite, like, scarred people. I, I, I'm, I'm, I have zero. I have, I'm more interested out of curiosity than me actually wanting to play. Like, there'd be times, like, I'll stay up till 4 a.m. trying to play this shit. Yeah. Now, it's like, I didn't even know till, like, probably 30 minutes ago that yeah. the, the new season starts well, today. I, I honestly think it scarred people. I think because people found the game they loved. Um, Fortnite took over the fucking world by storm and everybody was playing it and everybody was logging on and everybody was on every night. You could log on. You always found people to play with. Um, and then the game died, but it didn't die. I don't, I don't mean dead like it's dead. Cause it still has a core audience. I mean, dead in a sense of like, it's, it's become a game now that just has its core audience, but it just sucks that the, the core audience it has now are none of the OG players. It's like a whole new audience that they have right now. Yeah. Um, and I think that because the developers went in a direction that I don't think anyone saw. They, honestly, it, it's like they got lazy. They went from all communication to zero communication. They changed things in the game that just didn't really need to be changed. They stopped listening because it used to be when people in Fortnite didn't like something, they would revert it because they respected their fans. Now they, they don't really give a fuck anymore. We don't get patch notes anymore. Uh, you know, so it's like little things like that. I feel like are, uh, what killed the game. And I think that shit scar people. Cause I feel like people now, um, it's almost like a lot of people don't like trust games fully. Yeah. Like I, I'm not going to lie. It kind of made me like, think about like how I spend my money, like in games more like, well, you know, see, I, that's, that's what I was getting at. I think that's like smart, but I also think that that's a very bad thing because I told like um, I think I, I I told at least like fifteen people right about Fall Guys, uh-huh. and I, you were the only one that ended up downloading it right because everybody yeah. gave me that excuse like well I don't know man like since Fortnite like I don't want to spend money or since this you know, since this game I don't want to spend money but I was telling them I was like yo if it's this hard like if if it's I was like look it's twenty dollars and I'm not saying like twenty dollars is nothing but like if I'm telling you to buy a twenty dollars game I know what twenty dollars means to you. You feel me? Like, I know yeah. you well enough to know what $20 means to you. So it's like, I'm not telling, I know that I'm not asking you to buy it stretch. But in my eyes, I was thinking, I was like, yo, if it's this hard to get people to buy a game that's 20 bucks and it's only 20 bucks, what the fuck is going to happen when like a $60 game comes out? Because at the same time, too, is, is that like, if everybody I know is going to take like fucking three weeks or four weeks to make a decision on playing a game, we ain't even going to play no fucking games. We're not, man. We're not. Yeah. It, it, it really, it really, it really like, it, ma- it makes you feel disrespected, honestly, because it's like, hey, like, I'm spending my money because I love this game, and I'm trying to support a company so that they could keep pushing out content. But mm-hmm. when they do that, and then it's like, it's like, why? And then it's like, okay, I'm gonna, for example, Fall Guys. I spent my twenty dollars on the game, mm-hmm. right? Cool, I'm playing now, great. But then it's like, oh, I, I buy skins. Let's say I, I'm one of those guys. I just buy skins. I start mm-hmm. going crazy. Say I'm a hundred dollars deep, mm-hmm. like a week into this game. And then after like a month is something else. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, we're going to go migrate to that and try that out for a few weeks. And we're mm-hmm. just going to keep doing that. Yeah. Like, you but know like, what I mean? But like, to be fair, other than Fortnite, that's what we did. Like, if you really think about it, like before Fortnite, before Fortnite struck, we bought multiple games throughout the year. Yeah. And so, then that, it takes me back to what I was saying about like, the Nintendo Switch stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we said this on podcast or not, but um, yeah, bro. Like I was a sucker. Like when that shit first came out, I was so happy to have a Switch, bro. Like every new game that was coming out, I was mm-hmm. copying that shit, trying it out, to only to realize it has zero replay value, mm-hmm. or it's just not that good of a game. Like they just mm-hmm. they just really sold you on some like nostalgic bullshit. Yeah, but and like it's not enough. But do you think like how can I say this? Like it's almost like like I'm a movie buff, right? Uh-huh. I love movies, but if I only watch movies that get high ratings on hot on Rotten Tomatoes, am I really a movie buff? Nah, so, you're just going based off other. So if other if I'm opinions. a gamer that doesn't try games, am I a gamer? Like that's what I that's what I was I got confused with like with the new wave like I've I've seen a lot of people like react 
to like spending money on games. It's like, well, you can't then like you call yourself a fucking gamer. Like buy you, that's that's the that's the name of the game. Like you got to buy a game, and sometimes that shit strikes and it's gold, and sometimes it strikes and it isn't. But like that's just what we've been used to. Like, bro, I remember back in the day when like we didn't have no money to buy games, and our parents were buying us games. If we didn't <laughs> like a game, our parents bought us. We couldn't go tell them that shit. They beat the fuck out of us. Like, oh, we just spent sixty dollars on your dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, I, I I think that's what I was mean by like this this like free to play battle royale these free to play games i feel like are really like like ruining gaming because they they're taking games that people might enjoy and even if it is for like 2 3 months like oh well like that's just how games play like like that's almost like saying like when I, like when i hear people like that say like oh i don't want to spend money on like games or they're very picky about games i'm like so you're never going to play a one a one player game anymore like a single player game anymore cuz like single player games you play and it's over so, well, like, at a would, certain point, you're going to lose yeah, your money. I mean, yeah, that, that, but that comes down to, like, replayability. Like, it, I think it depends on the type of game for sure, right? Mm. Um, but, it depends. And it depends, like, are you a person who only plays, like, a specific type? Like, are you mm. a person that only plays, like, RPG games? Are you a person that only plays shooters? Are you a person that only, you know? Or are you, like, I'll say gamer, where you try everything out, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like you just try like one thing out. Well, no, I only mean that in a sense of everybody that I would say we play with, or even if I can even say that people like we've played with separately, everybody calls themselves a gamer. Like mm-hmm. that's what I mean by like I I don't under, I don't really understand I don't even really like respect it anymore when I hear like people that we know call themselves gamers because I'm like you're really not because you don't ever want to play anything like it's like you never want to spend any money on I, I, shit. I agree with you on that. People that yeah. think that they're gaming these days are not really gaming because they're only playing what the fuck is popular. Yeah, it's like yo, like I get it, like Warzone and Fortnite, it's free. I 100% get it. But like if you have a, a couple of your friends are like, hey, like we should try like this game out, and you have the money to buy. And you're like, oh, I don't know, man, because I don't know if I can go back to it and stuff. Then it's like, okay, that's fine. No one's gonna make you spend your money, but like at the same time, like you're not a gamer. Then like you're a casual gamer. Like you're someone that just casually games, but you can't really call yourself like a gamer if you're gonna do that. Or in this case, it's just like everything else is closed and everyone's online, so you just go hang out socially online because yeah. that's you know like maybe you don't even really love the game, but that's just what everyone's doing. So you're just doing going through yeah. the motions. Because bro, I was dying. Like when I heard some people's responses for like Fall Guys, I was like, bro, it's tw- like you are you are expecting so much out of out of a fucking video game. And at our age, it's like, bro, like it's not even like that serious anymore. It's like we, you know what I mean? Like we, <laughs> like it's like just play. If the game looks interesting, like fuck it, just buy it. Like if it looks cool and you lose the money, like all right, cool, man. We spend money on worse shit and lose it in a heartbeat anyway. Yeah, that's that's how I'm really looking at it. Like, I mean, we're we're enjoying it. I think we we found like our little niche with it too, like how we're gonna play it and stuff like that. You yeah. know, it would be like a nightcap, like a nightcap game. Yeah, I mean, like any, me? any yeah, any game, any game really that like I look at. If I'm like, oh, I feel like I want to buy it. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really ever look for like replayability or anything. Because like in my eyes, like if I play it and it is what it is, like I think I just look for if it's like like an actual like good good. Like, game. like, here's a game for me, like, with some replayability, like, um, the Metal Gear Solid, the, the newest one, mm-hmm. the, the hack and slash one, Metal Gear Rising, mm-hmm. like, okay, you play that shit, you go through the story mode the first time, mm-hmm. and then you take all the bosses weapons, so the second time you play it, you get the weapons this time. Mm-hmm. A little bit of replayability factor there, and it's harder difficulty, so it's like, okay, cool. Enough to keep me coming back. Um, like, Tales of series. Like, you beat it one time, you get it, cool. You play it again a few years later, you play it again, cool. You know, you get your fix for it. Mm-hmm. Like, some games were, like, made lazy. Like, one game I thought I was going to have a lot of replayability, but didn't. Smash Bros. Well, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Cause, I mean, not all. Just because a game, I, I think like I've learned this too. Just because a game seems like you're right, it's gonna be like something you could play over and over again. Doesn't mean it's gonna be. It might suck, and you just never really play this shit over again. You end up just fucking buying it, and then like just like never touching it again. Yeah, it's like it's like it's, it's sad, but I guess I guess that's always been the nature of games. But you know, it's just been. I don't know. I feel like quality of games were for sure better back then, but like. Mm-hmm. The, like the control and the state of the art tech right now is unbeatable. Yeah. It was you just know, like, I, I got really into this. Cause like I was watching 
the black shout out to the black Hokage. He had a he put out a video on YouTube where it's like his top five, I think like PS4 games, and he was or top ten, I think he said, and he was naming like all these games, and I'm like, damn. Like, I'm low-key saying, like, there's no games out there. I was like, but here's 10 games I could have fucking played that I never played before because I just never looked. Like, I I was always in my bubble, like, that's just $60? Like, fuck that. Like, free to play. But then I'll drop $30, $40 on a fucking skin in Fortnite, like nothing, just because it's a cool skin. And that's what made me realize. I was like, man, I was like, I can't really call myself a gamer unless I start, like, diversifying my fucking portfolio. Like, I need to start playing more shit. Yeah, for sure. That's what I think, like, like taking chances. back then when I was younger, I was more, like, in my own budget, like, I, but now I, as I grow I, like, up, I'm more willing to try new things. Like Final Fantasy, the remake, you know, the Final Fantasy VII remake, bro. I've uh-huh. heard like that game got like amazing reviews. I watched gameplay of it. Everybody fucking like loved it. Like loved it, loved it, loved it. And like literally in my head, I was like, that should have been a game I picked up. But just because it cost like money to buy, I didn't buy it. Oh, you know what? To be fair, bro, they should have released that shit years ago. The remake? They kept, yeah, bro. Oh, they kept yeah. pushing the date back, pushing the date back, pushing it. It's like, bro, I don't care about it. Like yeah, seven yeah. years later, I don't care anymore. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, then it's like, and it's like, you guys wait, made me wait this whole time, and you're charging me full price. Fuck you. You know? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Same thing with the Kingdom Hearts shit, bro. They pushed Kingdom Hearts back so much that nobody even gave a fuck when it yeah, came out. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I think a lot of people. Well, they, I heard that game was like trash too. I think they cared about it more before it was out. After it came out, bro, literally no one said shit about it. Yeah. Oh, cool. Everyone everyone posted a little Snapchat pic that they got the game. And then that was it. Only to be disappointed. Like, for what? Like, you guys made us... You guys, you guys fucking made us wait so long. We don't... We stopped giving a fuck, man. Life goes on, you know? Yeah, man. Gaming world. World of gaming. <laughs> Who? No. All right. Well, we hitting... Like 51 minutes. I might end a little earlier this time around. Um, we're going to try to get you guys more. I know we said also in that podcast that we were going to try to put out more episodes. To be honest with you, the reason why we don't put more episodes out is because, like, they ain't really shit to talk about. Like, yeah, it's, been, and, it's a little dry. Yeah, you know, during COVID. And it's not, and I don't even mean shit like news. I mean, like, even like life experience. You know, like, you know, when you go out and you talk and you live certain things out, you come back with new knowledge, you have new experiences, you have new newfound thoughts that you want to share. And like, that, those are like the shows I feel like we really got deep into. But now that we really don't have that going on, it's kind of tough just to throw material out there, um, just to talk. Um, you know, like we we could talk when we're gaming, but it's a way different type of setting than like doing actual podcasts. But yeah, we'll try to get them more out to you uh, when there actually is stuff to uh, talk about. But thank you again, you guys, for the viewership and for or the listens and the plays and everything. It's been it's been all positive so far. Thank you guys again, and we will catch y'all in the next one. Oh yeah, peace, peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs>